the story that will not go away is the exit of Justin Langer. It's now been what, well, almost a year, I suppose. It was the Ashes really was his last hurrah. Um, he gave an interview during the week. Now, when that interview was, is uh, we're not certain. I think it was a little while ago, Candice. I think Candace. it was a little while ago. What do you mean a it, little while? How much? Like a month or two ago, okay. and it's just right. um, come out this week. So the Telegraph dropped that uh, smart business, doing it just before the start of the test season, probably a quiet day. Let's drop the Justin Langer story. But, Rich, you heard this interview where, look, the quotes make him seem like, I've got to be honest, the quotes make him seem like a whinger. But, well, but but I'm only going by the quotes, and I didn't hear the interview. They do they do cherry pick what they want to take out of the interview. It was quite a long podcast, and he spoke about a lot of different things. You know, around not even all about cricket, some about other sports, and a lot about what it's like to be coaching and how much he enjoyed some of the you know moments in his career. All that sort of thing came out, and then they got onto the inevitable: you're sacking his coach. And Justin did say, he said, "This was the thrust." Please don't think I'm quoting him here because I can't remember exactly his words, but. The thrust of it was, I was trying to find out what their problem was. I was hearing there was a problem, not from the players, mm. from the media. I was hearing there was a problem. I was trying to find out what their problem was, and they wouldn't talk to him. You know, they were basically saying, no, no, it's not me. It's no problem. And he said, and clearly someone was leaking it to the media, and he called whoever's doing that a coward. So... There's someone in, in that organisation who was But then he's was. also come out um, on the day after the podcast on Channel 7 saying, no, no, he wasn't saying the players were cowards. It was the media. But That's not the way no. I yes. interpreted it from the, no. the, from the interview. Yeah. I, I thought he, he said the word, I wouldn't use the word source. I'd mm. use the word coward. Yeah. Now, so it, hang on. That's, that doesn't exclude the players, does it? I think that is a direct shot at the pl- look. Mm. He is he is jilted. He's, there's no doubt. He, let's in fact let's have a little listen. This is only a snippet, as you said, Richard. It goes for a long time. This interview on Code Sports, but here's a little snippet. They say in leadership, the captain comes out one when the iceberg presents when there's crisis, two when there's stormy waters, or three when there's mutiny on deck. What I've learned about mutiny on deck is that it's usually one or two voices. And they're the loudest voices, and people listen to loud voices. When I finished with the Australian career, I, I would have got messages that make you cry from 90% of the players. So I don't know, mate. You'd have to ask someone else. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? That he said he thinks it's a, it's a couple of players, well, obviously a couple of players, because mutiny on deck doesn't mean the, you know, the people around the team. That means the team. There's a couple of players that have, have driven this. I don't know. Justin, that's Justin's side of the story, which he's entitled to have. I'm sure there's another side. It's been a real interesting week because the podcast, he's saying one thing. And then on the news on Channel 7 the next day, he's saying that the boys are like his sons and he's got great Mm. relationships with them. So, Mm. um, Gee, gee, they were successful. They knifed him. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Cricket Australia offered him a six-month contract, which is, as you two would know, when you get an offer like that, it is, look, we don't, we want you to go, but we don't want blood on our hands, so we'd rather you just walk away. And That's we can get organised. Beware, you're going. Which is yeah. insulting considering what he, where he got the team from 2018 yes. to where he got them. I mean, obviously, won an Ashes away. They won the, the T20 World Cup in Dubai last year. So he, he had some extreme success with this team. They perform, And he took them from a place where the team was, you know, emotionally and and 
even, you know, performance wise, kind of in the dumps, you know, on their, not, I'd say on their knees, but they were, they were down there. He took them to those heights and by his own admission, even in that podcast, he's, he's, you know, the performance is everything. You don't get a chance to just take time off. You look for the next thing that you're going to do. And they performed under that regime, but maybe they didn't like it. Mm. The interesting, I was reading an article from, uh, in the, in the newspaper today and, and Mike Hussey actually has come out and said, said that uh, he's afraid that now the WA crowd are going to be booing the Australian team this test series. They've done that before. Yep. Remember they booed Ian Healy once because mm. he took Tim Zura's place a long time ago. <laughs> but the Western Australia, a Western Australia crowd is pro-Western Australia before they're pro-Australia. That's they're right. And they're so, I mean, Justin Langer is such a patriotic Western Australian that he's just, he, they're afraid that this they're going to boo the Australian team. He, do, you know, do you know what I got from his interview? This is the, my take on his interview. I took it that. He's a, he seemed like a pretty intense character. Yes. Um, he says that's misunderstood, but he seemed like a pretty intense mm. character. And he was, he put a lot of pressure on those players to perform and they did perform, but they didn't like it. They, they, they had someone else in mind who wasn't going to put that much pressure. Maybe on. not that they, they didn't like it, but maybe moving forward for another two, four years, it may not have been they may not have been able to sustain that intensity. One triple three five three. Uh, oh, he's intense, Rich. He's intense. Did you not see that documentary? Was it called The Test? Yeah. And he's in, like, you watch that and you think, well, this is this is going to be a short term thing. You know, I I have been accused of being, you know, somewhat demanding at times. <laughs> right? I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if you're trying to get a team to perform every individual at their absolute right. best. Yeah, they but, have to know what's yeah, but expected. With the Australian cricket team, they also spend a hell of a lot of time together off the field, in the hotels and everything, and sometimes it needs to be switched off. Yeah.